We all know the stats that obviously going out and finding new business costs about tenfold compared to actually keeping a customer. Today on the Help Me Grow My Business podcast, we find out why it's the year of customer retention with Local Search's head of client relationships, Kim Riley. Welcome to the podcast, Kim. We're so happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure. So let's start off from the top. What are the biggest mistakes that you see businesses making in the client retention space? Yeah, look, this is a great question. I think not listening to your client, the voice of the client is imperative. It's the only way that you know how you're going to do better. It's the only way you know how to learn and improve. Just taking that and obviously having ownership and seeing through based off customer feedback speaks volume for for retention. We all know the stats that obviously going out and finding new business costs about tenfold compared to actually keeping a customer. Sometimes you really have to think outside the box to retain your customers and it may be a small cost to the business in the short run to keep them for the long run, but it is something that you should invest in because like I say, it's probably going to be cheaper in the long run anyway. We try and train our staff here that you're only as good as your last interaction with a client. And that's what people are always going to remember. People come back after two years and they still remember when they had a bad experience. But the way that you deal with that and overcome that speaks volumes and helps you retain your customers and and protect that customer base. Just checking in with your customers periodically. It's simple as that. Even if it's just something that you can introduce in your business as an automated kind of interaction as well. You know, you can't lose that human interaction fully. Um, You should always mix that with a bit of automation. But I guess it's really about keeping in touch with your customers to make sure that they, they stay with you. How would you recommend they do make those touch points with the clients? You'll get a a grasp of it, I guess, knowing your customers and how often they want to be checked in on. Some people just want to be left alone, but you should still maybe check in with them once a year, once every six months. If you've got a new customer that's a new business, you're going to have to give them more love and, and really make sure that trust is there. So I guess holding someone's hand through that process and that onboarding process is a retention strategy as well, because they could just go, it's all too hard and leave at the end of the day. Because like I say, competitors are going to be chasing them. So I think it depends on the customer. Customer and it depends on how long they've been with you. As long as you do it at some point and you can gauge that off the customer and their persona, how busy they are, how big they are, but as long as you adapt and as long as you actually do it. So it's the key to customer retention is almost to be proactive rather than mm-hmm. reactive to a situation. Oh, that's utopia. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, that is the science. Look, I think every business would love to be proactive and spending their day-to-day just, you know, all the good stuff. It's something that it's it's hard to get right. There's always going to be uh, reactive situations where something doesn't go right. But as part of that, the solution that you deliver to your customer is part of retaining that customer. So, yeah, it's still a retention kind of strategy. You touched on the small business owners who, you know, they're already stretched for time and answering the phone, let alone, you know, handling what needs to be done to retain a customer. It can be really tricky. So for those, let's say, sole traders out there, what would be your recommendation to them to try and balance their workload and actually keep on top of retaining their customers? 
Yeah, look, a great question. I guess as a small business and starting out, if it's just yourself, you are the IT department, the business development department, the, you know, you wear so many hats. But like I said to you before, I guess once you get those customers on board, it costs a lot of time and money to get a new customer. To retain the customer, it will be better in the long run, cheaper and easier for you. I hear that um, a lot of small business owners dedicate a certain amount of time per week to work on their business and grow their business. Dedicate some of that time to check in with your customers and work on your existing customers and what you can do for them to make sure that trust is retained, to make sure they're not going anywhere. I suppose the big elephant in the room is escalated cases. Mm. <laughs> yes. Is it worth having a plan in place for those, even if they don't happen very often? Absolutely. You know, my day to day, I never know. And I say it to my team, I say it to a lot of people, I never know what I'm walking into. Not every business is going to get it right. That, that, that's from your small grassroots business all the way up to your large businesses, your, your Googles, your Myers, whoever. They're not always going to get it right. So, yeah, absolutely, there should be a plan in place. You have to have the right people dealing with those uh, escalator clients. So I guess, you know, it's hard as well. And, and we always say um, to our team that you may not be able to resolve that escalation on the first phone call, but it's about listening to the client really letting them explain everything that they're not happy about. You may not have that solution right there and then, but that's okay. You can get back to them, but you have to have that follow through to make sure that you do. It may not be the solution that, you know, works on both sides. There may have to be a bit of give and take, but I think it's important that you have that follow through and you go back to the customer with that solution in a timely manner. Don't just take the feedback and do nothing with it. They're just going to get more angry. So absolutely, you know, you're never going to get a company that doesn't have an escalation. So research shows customer experience plays a huge part when customers are not only picking businesses, but with their loyalty too. And in that realm, empathy is definitely a buzzword, which I can see it's definitely a key theme here as well. Is that a connection you found, especially with everything that's gone on in recent times? So with that, uh, you need to ask questions and get curious with the, with the client as well. Over the past few years, we've had fires, we've had floods, we've had COVID, you know, all this kind of stuff that it's been very tricky for small businesses, every business out there. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of emotion. So you have to listen to the client, but also get to the root cause. Emotion can come into it a lot of the time, financial difficulties, whatnot. But you have to have the skill set to get to the root cause of why that client is is not happy. Sometimes there's a bit of pride that it could be a financial situation, but the client doesn't want to say that. But you have to have people in your business to make sure they have that skill set to match and listen and ask open-ended questions. And we do a lot of training around that to make sure that people actually find that, that detail out. And sometimes when an escalator client comes through, you just want to rush them off the phone because you've got that solution right there and then, but they may not have finished saying their piece. You have to give them that space to say everything before you go back with that solution, even if you have it at hand. They, they have to have that voice. You know, you don't want to be spoken over. You don't want to be told something in industry jargon. That's something you need to avoid as well. Keep it simple with customers as well. Not everyone knows about digital marketing. I, I don't know how to install a tap, you know, I'm not a plumber, you know, <laughs> so if someone starts to talk to me about that kind of stuff, I'm lost. So you got to keep it simple. We're all human at the end of the day, but, but simplify that interaction with the customer when they're escalated as well. A hundred percent. Can we talk about the, the, the difference between customer retention and customer experience? Because obviously 
customer experience, you've got your receptionists and the people who answer your phones and your admin people and accounts people. But then it's definitely, like you've explained, a skill set when handling those escalated cases. Can you go through a little bit about why it may not actually be feasible to ask your receptionist to maybe take over that and not a manager? Okay, so I guess, you, yeah, you do have to match the skill set of your employees or your team to the interactions that you have. I mean, every business has that in the companies that I've worked with, including where I'm working now, you do match that skill set to, to your clients. So you should be putting your best people on those escalated calls. But on the flip side to that, everyone should still have empathy, 100%. In a service-based industry or company, you're only as good as your last interaction. You're not selling a product, you're selling your service at the end of the day. And a lot of that is around feelings and, and, and empathy and listening to the client. So to a degree, everyone has to have a little bit of that skill set, but not everyone's going to be an expert. How do people get there? Some people are born with it. Some people really take time to get there, but once they do, excellent at it. It is, it is definitely an art form and it's not something that everyone always gets right, but I think you do have to match the people in the business to those specific interactions. Out of everything you've said today, what are your top three takeaways that you would say to people, these are the three things you really need to do? Absolutely. I think number one and most important and with every answer I've given, I think it's listening. It's having that ear for the voice of the customer, whether that's an angry customer, whether that's an existing customer as just a check-in to say, hi, how you doing? What could we do better? You know, I think that listening to the client is so important. So, so many companies try and grow quickly and they introduce automation and whatnot and take away that human element. Look, I get it. Like that's how you scale, but as a client myself, I don't want to be forgotten. I don't want my voice to be you know, mute. <laughs> I, I want to still be able to have access to speak to people and voice my concerns. That's really important as number one, listen, and obviously based off which interaction it is, proactive or reactive. Off the back of that ownership as well, I guess if you're in a reactive situation where someone is escalated, make sure you're seeing that through. Make sure you're not forgetting to go back to that customer. Make sure that you have a solution or if you don't have a solution, go back to them with an update. Don't let them be forgotten because that is just going to add fuel to the fire and that's how you're going to lose a customer. On the flip side to that, I guess, the ownership from a proactive situation, if you get feedback from a customer where you think, gosh, we could be doing this better, do something about it. Get heads together throughout your business. If it's a product enhancement, if it's something you can do that's better for the customer to build more trust or a better return, absolutely take that piece of feedback. It's it's vital. Own it. And I think the last thing is just, you know, the importance as, you know, sexy and fun as a new sale is and getting it on board and getting that win and, and you know, bringing someone on board. Treat your existing clients with just as much importance. Some partnerships can be very, very long-standing over decades, and I mean that's that's amazing. I I talk to some clients at the moment that are older than some of our staff. They've been with us for longer, you know, which which is crazy, and that's such an honour to have them partnered with us for such a long time and that trust. And you know, they're the kind of clients that if they get ten emails in their inbox from a competitor, there they're going to go. You know what? No, I've got too much at stake. I'm not leaving. So I think that importance of that existing client base should be, um, you know, a real priority in your business once you get to that point as well. That's some really good advice. Fear of confrontation. Mm. It's one of those things that I remember back in the day when I was on the phone, 
you'd pick up, say, hi, welcome to such and such. How can I help you? And they're instantly screaming at you and you just want to put the phone down (laughs) or you feel like crying the rest of the day. For someone who is in one of those escalation (laughs) roles, how do you separate yourself from that? How do you stop it from killing your mojo? Oh, gosh, it is. uh, Yeah, I get this question a lot and I get a lot of people just going, I don't know how you do it. First and foremost, I'm not a complaints department. Let's put it out there, okay? That's not my day day in, day out. It's not all doom and gloom. There's some good stuff in there too. (laughs) Um, But I guess myself and my my team in particular, oh, my God, we are so invested but we're so positive and have each other's back that, you know, if we do have that really – difficult confrontation left field pick up the phone at 8 30 in the morning and someone's blasting you we do cheer each other up because we're all in it together right so I think when you're surrounded by the by the team it lifts you up but I think it's just you have to take the emotion out of it from your side not the client side because they are emotional you know we look after small to medium businesses this is people's livelihoods on the line they are going to be emotional and that is okay because if something hasn't gone right, we have a duty of care, we, we have to take care of it. But from my side, I have to remove that emotion. Mr. Client yelling down the phone may not be yelling at me and I've had clients say that to me before. I'm not yelling at you, I'm yelling at the situation. I'm like, I understand that because it's rubbish for you on your side. I want to improve that and I want to see that through. I think it is it is something you learn over time and it is something that probably comes with a little bit of maturity as well. The older you get, the more you're like, okay, I'm just going to brush that off. That's not directed at me. It's directed at the situation. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely something I've had to kind of get used to over time. It's never a pleasant experience, but you have to navigate through it somehow. And I guess it's just also being the kind of personality type I am and, and my team as well. You want to see that out and you want to thrive on turning a situation around. And I think that's my, my, my day-to-day, a bit of my day-to-day is turning an experience around for a client. And um, yeah, that's just what you have to remind yourself. They're angry right now, but how do I make them happy again? I think that might be all we've had time for today, Kim. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. This podcast is brought to you by Local Search, one of Australia's leading full suite digital marketing services. They help more than 28,000 Australian businesses, making everything from building a website and SEO to Google ads, social ads, and more easy, effective, and affordable. Go and check out their more than 400 online reviews. And while this podcast will give you the basics, if you do need a hand, visit business.localsearch.com.au. have you. We respectfully acknowledge the Yukonbeh people, the traditional owners of the land in which we record on, and pay our respects to their elders past and present.